listening to Zap Night, a video game review podcast. Join your hosts Danny, Kaylee, Seth, and Evan as we review video games from all systems and all genres. Hey guys, and welcome to episode 38 for Zap Night. I'm your host, Danny. And I'm your co-host, Kaylee. Today, we are talking about Final... We are not talking about... We're talking about Spyro 2 Ripto's Rage. I'm having the worst time. Final Fantasy Ripto's Rage. (laughs) (laughs) Nailed it. Wow. Wow. Great start to the episode. We will be talking about Final Fantasy later. Very minimal. (laughs) Ripto's Rage is remastered. Yeah. So before we get started, I did want to talk about that a little bit. Actually, episode two, I want to say. Something like that. Yeah, Spyro early, early one. On. I'm pretty sure it's episode two. Episode one was um, Archnelico, and episode two was Spyro one. We loved that game. Yeah, well, I don't yeah. I don't remember what we gave it for a score. I don't think it was the best score in the world. But I still really, really love that game. And it did pretty well, like view wise and listen wise so um of course bringing back spyro to play spyro 2 was a good fit we specifically played the remastered version which is why the remastered version is sitting if you're watching this on youtube you can see our little setup we got going on um but that's that's why we have the remastered version out specifically we played the remastered version uh, but we did pop in the original just to kind of get a feel for what the original was like. <laughs> um, and there's a lot of very dramatic differences, <laughs> to say the least. So you want to get into it? Yeah. For Ripto's Rage, the the first release was developed by Insomniac Games. And then uh, the remaster that we played was Activision. Did they like merge? They probably merged. I don't know. <laughs> sure. Yes, you must be right. I did my research very carefully. (laughs) Last minute. (laughs) Only because I didn't do it. (laughs) So initially it was released on PlayStation, but then they uh, remastered it for PlayStation and Xbox One. And then (laughs) both the original and the remaster was released in November of uh, 99 and then 2018. So yeah. Wow. Cool. <laughs> I have to say that basically the remastered version is amazing. Yeah. I, I'm going to say that right out of the gate. Remastered version is amazing. If you watched our playthrough of Spyro, the first Spyro of the remastered one, um, we, you let me play the game first and we loaded up. You hadn't even seen the gameplay at all at that point. <laughs> yeah, because you had played it before yeah. I had. And you were sitting there like, this, this is amazing. And I'm like, do you want to play first? You're like, yes. <laughs> it was. I yes, mean, I do. <laughs> it's just, it, it yeah. Is so, so a little bit of history on just this episode, what we're talking about. Uh, a few months ago, I want to say maybe December. Yeah. I think it was before yeah. Christmas. We played, we put in the remaster version and played um, Spyro one all the way through yeah, the, the difference between Spyro 1, Spyro 1 Remastered is amazing. I know, it's crazy. And I'm so used to the graphics and the gameplay of the original Spyro 1 for the PlayStation. So putting this in, it was just... It was it's just, just like, like an episode of like Claritin. Like everything's just clear <laughs> now. It was, it was amazing. It was just this like, like I can't... I, I can't even form words of how awesome it was. <laughs> like, Spyro 1 was, like, one of my favorites growing up. I mean, you know, I, yeah, Final Fantasy was, was up there. But, I mean, you know, I originally came from the Super Nintendo era. So, that's, like, you know, Mario and a lot of the platformer right. games. So, then, coming into the PlayStation, I played a lot of Spyro. And so, Spyro, we played the crap out of Spyro growing up. I think I still have my original disc, and it's, like, scratched like <laughs> crazy. Scratched to oblivion. But, um, yeah, so when we put in this remade, HD remastered version of Spyro 1, it was just mind-blowing how beautiful it was and how far they we've come. They did an excellent job. How far we've come in technology to be able to right. do something like this. I fully recommend the the remastered series. Um, if you're at all fans of any of the Spyro games or all of them, obviously. Um, <laughs> but this really 
really is worth your money. After we played Spyro 1, we knew that we were going to play Spyro 2, so it was just kind of this way of leading into playing Spyro 2, and that's where we didn't play it together. We both played it separately. Uh, We played Spyro 2. So that's what we're talking about, is specifically Spyro 2, very specifically the remastered version, but as I recall, and from what little bit of gameplay we played today of the original Spyro 2, they're nearly identical as far as like gameplay and yeah. level design and story a lot of stuff, all that yeah. is identical really all they did was update the graphics and re-release it on your new platform and i respect that so much i mean so everything much. even down to like the voice or uh redoing like script and stuff it's almost exact right so yeah, it is And really amazing. even the voice actors are I don't, I don't know if they use the same voice actors. I didn't look that far I, into it. But I mean, they're really really close and it's just like ah, uh, it's it's so great. It's they great. just they did such a good job. So let's talk about Spyro 2. Spyro 2 starts off with Spyro having just defeated Nasty Norg and he's looking for a place to retreat. And the land of the dragons, whatever Dragon Shores. No, he's going to Dragon Shores, but he's in the land of the dragons and it's like rainy and it's gross. And he says, let's, let's take a vacation. We haven't had a vacation. Let's go to Dragon Shores. So Spyro and Sparks goes to Dragon, goes, tries to go to Dragon Shores. In the meantime, in the world of Avalon, Avalar, Avalar, something like that. Oh yeah. She's a fawn named Alora. Alora. Hunter is a cheetah. (laughs) We don't know what the professor is. I've the no professor idea. It like is a like or something. <laughs> it's like a I think he's like human esque. Um, but they are tinkering with a portal device to bring dragons to their world to help defeat this bad guy who came from another dimension called uh, Ripto. Ripto. And Ripto has come to their world and is using the power of this like wand orb thing scepter Scepter. to lay lay claim over the land (laughs) and control everything ripto is obviously not very happy that they've brought a dragon in he doesn't like dragons though he looks oddly like a dragon yeah that's what i thought too (laughs) it's kind of obviously alora and the professor hunter is like we'll we'll talk about (laughs) i have a few theories about hunter um, but, uh, Alora and the gang tell Spyro that he has to go and collect talismans and orbs to help well, defeat Ripto so Ripto, that he can go back. <laughs> Ripto actually destroys the portal. To right. The oh yeah, that's right. Because he doesn't want any more dragons so coming he, through. So they Spyro scatter. can't go back. They scatter. Alora tells the fairies to scatter these orbs, which open the portal. So they actually scattered. So, you know, he might not have destroyed it, but they did scatter the orbs. The orbs, right. I can't remember if it's different in the remaster or not, because it seemed like he destroyed the portal initially, didn't he? Yeah, but I think that they give you more backstory later. I see. Throughout the game, they give you more backstory. From what we played today of the original Spyro 2, um, yeah, they don't go into super detail, but they do elaborate more later. Right. As Spyro progresses, you unlock more uh, worlds, more levels. Um, Ripto has two, like, henchmen. Yeah. Or, like, monsters that are with him. Like, fellow dinosaur guys. Krunk and Glunk. Or Glup. Gulp. Gulp? Gulp. Because he gulps up his scepter. He gulps up everything. (laughs) That's right. No, and I said the other. Clunk and Grunk. (laughs) We're just going to make up names from here on out. Uh, let me try that again it's crush and gulp (laughs) this podcast 38 we had 38 tries and we're still not getting it hey you know what it's entertaining okay (laughs) (laughs) so anyway henchmen crush and gulp in between like home hub worlds you have boss battles first with gulp I believe it's No, it's Crush. Crush, yeah. Crush first, then you fight Gulp, then you fight Ripto. Right. And, um, yeah, I mean, that's pretty much the end. Once once you beat Ripto, um, do you send him? I don't remember the end now that I think about it. And then you have to collect so many more orbs to get to Dragon Shores. 
And then once you get to Dragon Shores, then you have to collect literally everything to unlock everything you in get Dragon Shores. access to this, like, carnival area, mm-hmm. too, which I actually really liked. That was pretty cool. I didn't collect everything. You said you 100%. I did, yeah. I only 100% of the first one. I still have to finish the flight levels. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, that's pretty much the story. Now, that's the main story. What I really... And going into the story segment... What I liked about this game that very much changes from the first game is that the story in each level, there was like a micro story there. And that was a lot of fun. That was really neat. I liked how some levels referenced other levels. Like there was two levels that were like at war with yeah, each other. Yeah, I, really I know cool. what you're talking yeah. about. Yeah. Yeah, that was so, pretty like, cool. The like Pelicans yeah, versus yeah. like, oh man, I can't remember the other ones. There was a couple of strange guys. That they oh, there was a lot with. of strange They had a lot creatures. of different... And that that's what was cool, too, is that every level had their own, like, people. Yeah. And they had their own enemies, and they had their own, like... The little, tiny little guys, the butterfly guys. Yeah, the butterfly yeah. guys. That, the fodder. That, yeah. <laughs> the, the enemies that you killed to get more health. Right. And every world, they were a little bit different. Like, some of them, they kind of reused the the mini yeah, so guys. Like, but sheep and frogs and stuff, but then you'd have, like, penguins and Yeah, yeah. They had a fish, whole bugs. <laughs> slew of different Fodder. different things. And I I didn't even write that down for the graphics, but I mean, that's, that's right, definitely yeah. in there, too. Well, they have definitely and, variety. I mean, we're talking about this. This isn't just the HD remake. All this stuff is included in the, in the original as well. So, I mean, as far as my score for the story really reflects, reflects on too. both games. Absolutely reflects right. on both games. I mean, they put a lot of thought into it. I had a few downfalls. Some of the concepts that they had as far as, like, getting Spyro to their world was a bit of a stretch. Yeah, to and just like, find a dragon happened to be passing through a yeah. forest a little varsity. And, like, stretch. the professor's role overall was, like, they just needed a character that could do this, like, fanciful stuff. Yeah, I suppose. One of my problems was that I was really hoping that Ripto would have a tiny bit more backstory because yeah. he's an important character. You have no idea where he came from or what he's doing or what and he wants. I kind of understood why you wouldn't give backstory to like Alora and Hunter because that was their home world. Like that's they really didn't need a whole lot of backstory. But Ripto, the bad guy, always needs a backstory. Why is he bad? Why is you know why does he hate dragons? Because he does. He just says he hates dragons. Well, why? Okay, so my theory on that is that he came from a world where dragons were more prominent and maybe maybe really bad dragons. And because he's so tiny, <laughs> maybe. I think that he was happy to go to a different world where he could be Big. the ba- the bad guy right. and he could rule. So that's kind of my theory. I don't I don't know, but right. I mean, it's it's a good concept. Like you know, because he is he's like just this short little guy. So I could see where he would want you know this power and to to be dominant over another world. You know, I suppose, but it wasn't. But like, I mean, it's not it's not elaborated in the. They, theme I was at all. gonna say. Like they didn't really even give you much to really work with to have your form your own theory. Like yeah. there really isn't much other than he's tiny and he has these two other goons with yeah, him. Yeah, I know. And he's got the two goons with him, so I mean I feel like they could still beat up like the dragons that they had in Spyro's world. Right. They definitely could beat up Spyro. I mean, well he tried, but you know yeah. what I mean? Like size wise, they're about the same. Right. So, I don't know. But I really wish, yeah, he would have had more of a backstory or something to really... There was also no sense of urgency in this game. Yeah. Like, at no point did you feel like, oh my gosh, I have to collect this stuff, otherwise this world is gonna blow up. Well, not only that... It was just like, yeah, you need to do it, but I mean, at your own pace. (laughs) What was he, other than, like, throwing, like, people out? You've seen throw money bags out of a building, like, once, and, like, the flags changed, but what was he actually doing? There Nothing. was no, like, bombing going on. There was no, yeah. like, destruction. It yeah, was it just, was like... There were, I guess, suppose, though, there were enemies everywhere taking hold of these worlds, but they really didn't tie that to Ripto, Again, it goes back to, it was like, there was no sense of urgency. It was really just a, a backstory to give Spyro a reason for doing what he's doing, but it was just, like, kind of meh. <laughs> See, I agree, but I it's kind of contradicting for me, because I feel like... 
I I liked that it was different than the first one, like drastically different. Right. Like the guy, the bad guy, it was a completely different story. And that's right, what I liked yeah. about this. It wasn't like Nasty Nort comes back. Right. Because yeah. that would be boring. That would be or the same characters to, over again. Because, you know, the first one, you're trying to save the dragons. With this one, you're finding orbs and saving a different world. And that's right. that's different and mm-hmm. still the same at the same time. And, and I in each that. level, you're saving those people in each level. Like, right. you know, one, one level, the wizards are taking over the town and you know harming the other mini wizards you know so you go and you are destroying the wizards to get their wands back on the first one you had a lot of the norks trying to like taking over the levels and stuff and so i understood why they tied in with nasty nork but the first one they were there was no like indication that these bad guys in these worlds were necessarily working for ripto or under i mean it was just these three came to this world and what now they take over like there was no taking over they just they took over a building so what we gotta find the orbs to kick them out it just didn't make yeah there was no more backstory to that i wish there was more you know it just kind of was an easy it was a unique fill but an easy fill i guess yeah yeah absolutely so what'd you give it for i still gave it a really high nine (laughs) i gave it an eight i thought about giving it an eight but i just because they didn't do what I expect most games to do, which is Nasty Nork's back, because yeah. they didn't do that. I appreciated it so much more. I think that the reason why I gave it an 8 was because the rest of the game is so good that the only spot that needed the most improvement sure. would be the story. I think out of the rest of the game, the story needed probably the most improvement. And I mean, really, it's not that bad. I mean, no. you're still you're right, still getting yeah. a great story out of it. I mean, it's it's fun. It's fun for the kids. It gives you a reason for being there, and it gives you something to you know. It does give you you know people to fight for. It's just not as urgent as right. Well, like the first one, especially. Yeah, yeah. The first one, you know, all these dragons are in danger, and it's up to you, this one lone dragon, to go and save everyone. Right. So you know, yeah, definitely. Now, before we move on, I, I want to talk about uh, Hunter. Hunter? Because... His, his wide smile. I, well, <laughs> no, that's not what I'm talking about. But yeah, it is really creepy. <laughs> I kind of think that Hunter is working for Ripto. Okay, go on. <laughs> you know, I'm intrigued. If you if you play the game from the beginning and you kind of are looking out for that, it kind of seems like Hunter is strategically misleading Spyro or misleading like the whole group in favor of Ripto. Ripto. And I mean even as far as like when the dra- when when Spyro came in, he's like, "Oh, you know, like What's the dragon doing here? Like, and then like he couldn't even find his running shoes, which would have like helped them clearly because he can do all this stuff, but yet he conveniently forgot his running shoes, so he can't go through the levels and collect the orbs. Right? He can't go and do the talismans. Well, he he did do the orbs. He did collect a couple. Well, see, and that's that's part part of it too. What is he doing with all these orbs? He's not helping me any. He's like. I secretly have this orb, and if you collect all of the gems, I'll give you an orb. Like, why do you have the orb? You're supposed to be helping me here. I appreciate your theory. However, the way I interpreted it was that he was trying to be better in Laura's eyes, like he was the hero, because I don't remember how much it was in the remaster, but in the original... she she kept kind of like Ripto or excuse me Hunter, why didn't you chase after him? And he's like, well, uh, because he's kind of a coward. Which again, it does still support your theory. <laughs> However, I think yeah. he's a coward, but he doesn't want people to know it. Maybe. Yeah. And they're tr- they're all trying to collect these orbs technically, so it could be that you know they in in the background they are also submitting their own orbs but you yeah. know you're collecting what you have I and think he's when you collect the orb that he collected you're taking the fame from him right yeah i think that's what it's supposed to be like i think what what really kicked this idea off was when i was fighting ripto you know uh hunter is like flying around the arena and dropping the orbs for you to pick up to power up 
90% of the time, he dropped him right in front of Ripto. Like, here you go, Ripto. Kill the dragon for me. I didn't and I'm have like, that. what the heck is going on? I'm like, this is Your a bunch game of crap. Is conspiring. <laughs> so then it's like, then I started rewinding in my head, and I'm like, wait a minute. He's been against me the whole time. <laughs> I think that he's working for Ripto. There was an awful lot of competition. So I agree. I feel like both theories you can see are correct. Where, yeah. where I'm coming up with this. I really think it was really. <laughs> though just it was competition because he oh it's a dragon sure you know, i'm not i'm not 100 th- like it. serious I like it's it. just i thought it was cute but that i the, really the thought it. was there it crossed my mind and i'm I like appreciated i don't i don't know about this i don't know about this guy oh man good well, times so speaking of hunter them graphics oh yeah the graphics so I gave it a 10 out of 10 for graphics. Now keep in mind... We're talking about the remaster. We're talking about our current experience of this game. Our current experience is the remaster version. We did play the original, <laughs> and if I had played the original, I wouldn't be giving it a 10 out of 10 in the graphics area. Specifically, the characters look pretty bad in the, in the original. original. Like... I can see that they put a lot of effort into it, and when you consider how many characters, not not just the main characters like Hunter like and Alora and all them, the little world, but characters. every every world had their own characters. I mean, you you start compiling all that, and there's a lot of data in there, a lot of characters that they've had to build. But that said, they did a lot of shortcut stuff in the original that was like cringeworthy. <laughs> the eyes, the eyes, <laughs> the eyes in that like they like when they blinked, they like shrunk and <laughs> resized. It was really weird. I we were dogging on it pretty well. Oh we yeah, did our, our playthrough of a really quick playthrough of it, and yeah, it was <laughs> it was very cringy. cringy. Yeah. <laughs> now that said, overall. In both games, especially the remaster, obviously. But the game really is beautiful. I mean, they they put so much work into this game. And you can really... Developers of this game had a lot of passion for what they were doing. They took care of this game. This was... It just... It looks so good. And even, even the original. Like, the world, the atmosphere looks just amazing. And then on top of it, you've got all the characters that you're doing. You've got all the effort of the the mini games for all the orbs. Right. Yeah. I mean, I mean that's more gameplay, but still the effort put into it for you know all the animations for you know, all that. They pushed this game back a couple months. Um, the remaster. Yes. After they announced the release date, they actually pushed it back a couple months. And while I was disappointed, at the same time, you know, we loved this game, so we wanted them to be as perfect as they could I, be. I usually have that feeling about most games. I'm really like, glad that they took if, care of this, If though. a developer has the need to push a game back a few months, I understand. You know, I want the game to be just as good as you do. Like, I would prefer you to take your prolong it and take have it, it be that much better than to just re- force it out and release it on this quick, you well, know, like timeline. Like what they did with the first... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what it looks like they did with yeah. the first one. No, so it's like, you know, I really prefer them to take their time and do it good. But yeah, the only bad thing I think I put on here as far as the HD remake version of it is the climbing animation looks really weird. It was always weird, but... I think it was just because you're supposed to be, like, climbing the wall, but it really just <laughs> looks like you're vertical and you're just walking. Yeah, like it, I understand. And, and you're walking, like, extremely slow. So it just I did have a ended up weird. I didn't think it was weird, though. I that Honestly, I have no complaint about the graphics. Um, I mean, that was my only I bad thing. I still gave it a 10. Yeah, but it was like, if I was going to complain about anything, that would be it. Like, I would I would really prefer <laughs> to have some sort of, like, claw, like, actual, like, a different a different type of animation than just, like, right. the normal walking spray it's just up the wall. It's hard to do, though, because he's on all fours. Yeah. So, I don't know. I Maybe just, like, stretch him out and have his arms a little bit more stretched out so he's, you know, actually Maybe. climbing. I don't know. I just... I don't, I'm not a game developer. I have no idea. <laughs> but, you know, I felt like that that animation just seemed a little off for the rest of the game. 
speaking of animations, I appreciated the idle animations. Were you idle at times? Uh, well, yeah. I mean, Sparks specifically. Sparks, Sparks does do. Sp- 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 <laughs> I know it's hard Sparks to say. <laughs> does specific things. Like yeah. he smiles at the camera. Yeah, I, I think at one point he like he gets, zooms in really yeah. close and he like waves or something, or um, like he just smiles. Spyro does this really cute thing though. One of the many cute things he does, but he sneezes, and it goes. And oh then, yeah, I have seen that one. And it like burns the grass. Yeah, around. I have I seen that one. I love that so much. <laughs> I loved. I don't know if it's in the original or not, but. I loved it, and it was. In fact, I love whenever you torched anything, the grass would singe. Yeah, and I loved that. And that's only in the HD yeah. remaster. Now they did do a few of that that in the uh, the original Spyro Two, where like stuff would like some singe. stuff would kind of yeah. singe a little bit, and that's you know nice. But the HD remaster oh, yeah. like takes that to the next oh, level. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, it all comes back super fast, so it's not like this permanent thing, but it's like you... It's a nice effect. Y- yeah. You blow fire on the grass and it's like it torches it. And it like even has that like red like the, the glow, burning... Embry. Yeah, it's cool. It's satisfying to it do is, yeah. To... Oh, it's so smooth. I remember how the first one, when you when you blow fire, it was like these like cone like spikes yeah. would come out and that kind of indicated what you were hitting and i liked that and it was kind of weird going to the hd remaster oh, really? of it where it was like just flame and you kind of had to guess what the flame was hitting so there was there was a little bit of that but i mean it wasn't enough to be like a complaint <laughs> it was just like i wouldn't i would prefer to have realistic flames than these like cones that are coming out a couple, I noticed it mostly in the first one. We're talking about the second one, but a couple of the level remakes were, it, it changed everything for me. And I, I'm going to talk about the first one just a tiny bit, but the Swampland specifically, I hated that world just because it looked gross and everything. And it still was, well, it was a swamp, of course, but it made the experience so much better. Yeah. But in the remake, a lot of those worlds, like the, um, a couple of the like futuristic robotic-y worlds they look so much better oh, so yeah. much more beautiful and just the the level remakes comparing them <laughs> between past and future is amazing to me oh, yeah. they've been so oh, good yeah. on remaking a lot of these what i really appreciate and, and we've said it already but is that they took it one for one like it's so exact it's just upgraded yeah, absolutely and I, I really, really appreciate that. Now, that said, it's kind of sad that I'll never really want to play the original Spyro 1 again. I know. That's kind of what I was thinking when we were playing Ripto's Rage. I'm like, I don't want to play this anymore. Yeah, like, I don't want to play the the first one ever again because the new one is out. I mean, I still have a soft spot in my heart right. for the original, and I love playing the original games on the original hardware. But this game just takes all of that to that graphical level that I expect anymore to the point where I'm never going to want to play the original and again. see, that's... I'm, I gave graphics a 10 out of 10. Yeah. However, I like to segue into gameplay because that was one of my things too is it it plays so nicely that of course you would naturally favor... Because, you know, some games you like to go back for the nostalgia and whatnot. Yeah. But this game really, because it is so almost exact... I'm going to say... Why not play the, you know, the remaster version? If you've never played Spyro, you don't need to pick up this game for your nostalgia fix. This is a great game regardless yeah. if you know what is going on or not. This is just an overall a great game. Like... The remaster, the whole trilogy. I mean, it's so the beautiful. The the stories are great. The the gameplay is great. It's fun to collect everything. I mean, when you're t- gameplay specifically, you've got all these worlds. You have all these collectibles, and when you beat a level, basically, you get to the end of the level, and they open the gate to go back to the home world. If you haven't 100%ed it, you kind of feel like there was more to get. Like, I should have went back and got the rest of it. And then you do. (laughs) Because you can't help it. You want to 100% this game. This game really does a good job of making you want to find and hunt down everything. What I have found is that, especially comparing 
the remake with the new one. The original Excuse to the me, remake. With the original to sure. the remake is for one thing, Ripto's Rage was a slightly bit more difficult than the first one. Not by much, but it was a little more difficult. Yeah. The levels were a little longer. I still feel like though that this is a great game to play with your kids. Oh yeah. I feel like a kid could play this, an adult we had fun playing it. We this was oh, like yeah. a date night thing for me and my husband. Sure. We just would pass it off and you know what I couldn't do, he did, and what he couldn't, you know, just yeah. back and forth. And it's fun to be like <laughs> the most the most frustrating thing about this game is having that one gem. Oh, you can, that oh one man, gem. how many times? How many I levels? I know you have that one gem. So Where are you? Going back to what you're saying about having someone else that you're playing with and passing the controller back and forth, just replaying the level, you know, with a different set of eyes right. looking at it, sometimes that's all it needs to be like, oh, there, there right, it is. Right. You know, you just miss this one corner. It's you always know? at the beginning. I know. <laughs> Always. If you can't find one gem, go to the beginning. Go to the beginning. It's the first step you should and, always take. And you take. look in that, like, you, you gotta look at every little crevice <laughs> to find it. In the grass. <laughs> yep, yep. I did 100% this game. I only did the first one. So um, far. Not only 100%ed, like, I found everything and I collected everything the, the game wanted. I also did all the trophies. Oh, uh, we did too. I didn't do all the skill points, though. We did all the skill points... We did everything for the first for one, the first and it was one. the first platinum we'd gotten. Yeah. <laughs> um, I for for the second one, because me and you played the first one together, right. and after I hundred percent the second one, I'm like, well, I'm gonna go back and hundred percent the first yeah. one too. So I I've started that. I haven't completed it, but it, you know, it's one of those games, and this for sure falls under gameplay. You can pick it up anytime. Like once you have the basic skills of how to play it, you can literally pick it up anytime. It doesn't matter how long it is between. It doesn't matter how long you want to sit down and play. You just throw it in for, you know, you got a, you got an hour to spare. Just throw it in and play a couple levels. And when that hour's up, you just turn it off and you do whatever you're going to do, you know? It's so nice for that. That's yeah. all. That's all. Yeah. <laughs> it's great. Well, I would like to also mention that I felt like the mini games were a lot smoother slash easier. Um, I I felt like I could do a majority of them by myself. I'm not very good. I'm not a very good gamer. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I, anything I can't do, I make my husband do. But I found myself being able to do a lot of the mini games. In fact, I found myself doing being better at some of those mini games than my husband. I think that the biggest thing that helps is that the HD remaster version of it is smoother with the controls. Absolutely. Well, as we found <laughs> playing yeah. the, playing it recently, the, you know, the gold one recently. We're, we're talking about the HD remaster, almost like we're sponsored. We are not sponsored by this game <laughs> whatsoever. This game was just it's amazing. It's just legitimately a good game. Like, I would never say good things about a game that I didn't genuinely feel like deserved it. And this game really, really does. The only bad thing I have to say about gameplay, and it's really, it's my own personal thing, is I don't like the flying levels, and I never really liked them in the first one either. That's a lot better now. However, I, I'm glad that it's not necessary to beat the game, because I didn't like them. Yeah. It is if you want 100% it, which is right. fine. That's fair game. Mm -hmm. And so that's why I feel like it shouldn't even knock against the score because it isn't necessary to beat the game. But I really didn't like the, the flying the, levels. The few things that I... Oh, by the way, gameplay, I gave it a 9. I gave it a 10. I gave it a 9. And the few things that I could say that it, it could use some improvement, the upgrades as far as gameplay mechanics don't change that much between the first two games. Like, I think the only ones that really change as far as gameplay mechanics is the mini-games, which is really, really awesome. Um, but then, like, the dragon upgrades that you can do. So, like, in, in any level, you can get an upgrade to fly, or you can upgrade to, like, use a power shot, or you can get an upgrade to bounce. You didn't like that? I liked it, but I don't think that it was enough. Like, I don't really know what they could have done more, but I just feel like that it was very... It was almost too similar to the first game, gameplay-wise. I don't know. I didn't mind it. I liked it because you could... I liked seeing it when he would get the super, like, flame. He would change... Yeah, that was cool. A lot of the super cool. stuff that yeah, he would cool. change. I, it is kind of 
cheap, I guess, but he's still a baby dragon, so he can't have all those things yet. Yeah. I don't know. I don't think it took away from it. I, I thought it was nice. I mean, to, to knock against it for the remaster, you're knocking it against for also the original. Because the original had it. Had a lot of the supercharges. Well, yeah. I'm not saying that the supercharges were bad. What I'm saying is that the differences between the first two games are not drastic I enough see. for a, se- a whole second game. I don't know. That's just my opinion. Sure. But then the other thing is that the the water maneuvers were really difficult. Yeah. Like just maneuvering through the water in general was difficult. Also, they didn't have nearly enough of it. See, it's like it's kind of. I agree. However, I liked swimming. That was on my good notes because I liked swimming. Contradicted (laughs) itself, like. There was not enough swimming, but I didn't really like the swimming you know, swimming mechanics. <laughs> you know what I liked about swimming was the execution of diving and coming out of the water. Yeah, and like they the did that part. really well. Yeah. And they did that really well in the, the original, in the original yeah. game, too. It was I, like, what they did instead is the levels that they didn't want you swimming around in the water, they just like hurt. turned it pink, or they turned it yeah. like red. And it, there was like the ice levels, it was pink, and it's like, oh no, the pink goo, you know? You don't want to <laughs> step in the pink goo. <laughs> So, I mean... I get it, but... You know, there was... Yeah. I don't know. I just... I'm going to be honest. I'm nitpicking. I, for sure. I, I, <laughs> well, I really, I really t- am. I'm usually the one who's nitpicking, and I give yeah, it a 10. I just... <laughs> I, I felt like it... Obviously, I really feel like in most games, the gameplay can be better. And I feel like this game is no exception. The gameplay could have been better in some in small aspects but overall i mean really sure. i'm giving it a nine it's a great score it's a great game you're not gonna have any you're right. not gonna see any graphical issues there were a few like weird quirks that happened sometimes like i had glitch quite wise. A few glitches i was in a supercharge i like fell into the sky past the barrier and was on the other side of the barrier and eventually it did Pushed me back out, which was fine because I wasn't in a great place to really be off exploring because I, I would have knocked me off the wall. I love when that happens. Yeah. Well, I didn't have that that luxury. But yeah. then the other one, um, I was fighting Ripto. Brandon was fighting Ripto. And at one point, he jumps on top of like a robotic gulp, I think, or something like a robotic mm-hmm. one. Yeah. And when he did that, there was another Ripto running around. and Like, we, a, like off of him? Like... Or Ripto was on top of the machine, but then another Ripto was running around. And I thought initially when we did, because it was the first playthrough, initially I thought... Maybe that's part of it? Well, I thought maybe the one on top of the machine gulp was also machine, and that he was really running around doing all this. But no, he was still playing from the first round. And after we played it through again, I was like, oh, that was a glitch. Yeah. And we didn't have a whole lot, I guess, in retrospect, but it was... I didn't put it in my score because I knew that that was something that's probably been fixed by now. You know, it's one of those things because we, when we got the game, we played it almost right away. You know, everything. Yeah, I can't say they've had any updates since oh, I played well, it Well, I, we have not been able to recreate it since. It was just one of those flukes, but yeah. it was very, it was interesting. Honestly, I like liked the glitch. I <laughs> had, was funny. I had a glitch where the Seder village where all the like satyrs play the flute to like blow oh, off yes. the chunks of rock yes. off the the center castle. Yes. That level there was a rock guy who like glitched himself into a pillar and because he did that it made one of the mini games impossible. Oh no. Because you're supposed there's a mini game where you have to like ram the the rock guys out of the way so that the oh, like the little go alchemist yeah the little whatever, go yeah. alchemist guy could like go around and save hunter, hunter who conveniently was stuck or something anyway um all part of ripto's plan because because i couldn't knock that guy because he was like glitched into the wall it made that spot like impossible, impossible. i had to like leave and come back for That's that guy to like yeah, I didn't have any of that. himself. But there was like two of them there. So it was like I couldn't I couldn't knock oh, the one yeah. and me trying to get the other one would like the other one would hit me. So it was like I couldn't there wasn't <laughs> anything I could do. The the only other thing really is that um it was it was nice after you collected you get 100% and you opened up that door. Do you want me to tell you what's behind that door? Do you know what's behind that door? Yeah. You know what's behind that door? In the in the village? No, in um. Oh, you're talking about the in uh, Dragon Carnival. Shores. Oh, 
Well, yeah, go When ahead. you 100% it, you get all the gems, you get all the orbs, you open up this door in Dragon Shores that has an infinite flame, and um, the flame, it's the infinite, like, power shot flame, and you can use it everywhere. It's just indefinite. Oh. You just always have the power shot flame, which is pretty cool. I don't know. Huh, it's fun to play with. Like yeah. you can you can go into some of those worlds and just decimate everything <laughs> like in a second. That's pretty cool. So yeah, let's go on to gameplay. I music. gave it a nine. Oh yeah, sorry, music. I also gave it a nine. I gave it a nine. One of the things that I was sitting there trying to think about the music and I could recall music in my head. Yeah, it's not very memorable. However, yes, it isn't very memorable. And I was sitting there thinking, like, did they reuse the music in the second one? Because I can't remember. So the first, the music was good, obviously, especially for the first one, right. but I couldn't really remember the difference between the first one and the second one. Yeah. Yeah. And that was kind of the that one was, knock I had. That yeah. was what I said. It's it's very similar. It's it's great, just like the first one's great, but it's not memorable like right. the first one's memorable. Like, it's very similar to the first one, but it's not, like, catchy right. quite like the first one was. Um, I liked the sound effects especially the mystical sound effects because the whole world is kind of mystical and yeah whatnot. yeah like the orbs had the sound effect like the ding they yeah. had that in the original too to be fair but and yeah the gems kind of jingle a little bit yeah. you can kind of hear them out there all the characters voice acting was really really well done absolutely yeah i really have no complaints as yeah, far as really music i mean bad. other th- other than not being very memorable which is kind of a big hit but it wasn't really annoying, though. No, it wasn't one, annoying It's one thing anyway. to have repetitive annoyingness. Yeah. Where the music was perfectly fitting for this game. It there, fit the game's... There was a couple levels where I went in and I'm like, oh my gosh, I remember this song. Yeah. Like, I couldn't remember much of anything else, but it was like, that song, I remember that song. The chanting. That one in the Seder Village one. Yeah, that I remember is that true. one really well. Um, I liked just, you know, this game has its own aesthetic and the music matches that aesthetic it's perfect for it i think everything about it is its own thing it's spyro yeah and that's that's what you really want in a game you know it's it's (laughs) unique to itself that aesthetic kind of follows it through the series so spyro one and and it keeps up with spyro two and i'm sure it moves i haven't played spyro through so i wouldn't know but um you know it kind of keeps that like very airy very crystally kind of music sound i don't know so overall, I gave it a 10 out of 10. Me too. Um, again, what we've been saying this whole episode, great game, great graphics. Play it, play it. Play the play HD it. remake is amazing. There's really no need to play the original, I would say. Like, No, I mean... If, if you, you have it, if it's, it's still a great game. it's nostalgic to you, obviously yeah. you're going to take the time, but I really think that this is a game that... I'm okay with it replacing the original. Yeah, it's kind of weird to me. Yeah. To, it's weird for me to admit that because I'm such a purist. Well, and remember it this way too. It is almost exactly the same thing. It's just the graphics are updated. Right, There's but I don't feel tweaks. that I don't feel that same way about like Final Fantasy 1. Like I would prefer to play the original Final Fantasy 1 on the Nintendo, but like you Never know, again. no, I I get it, I get it, but I'm just saying for for example, right? I understand, but like this is, I feel like this is different, and I think it might just be that PlayStation era, like the PlayStation era where you got the 3D graphics. It just they did it the best they could at the time, but it's not quite there where now it is, and now they it, look amazing. It was just so beautiful. Yeah, their HD just, remake just looks amazing, just amazing. This is a great game for like. If you need, like, a therapeutic game to just play, just something to just play. It's so nice to just kind of veg out. Yeah, and absolutely. just play the game for like what I it said, is. This was great for date nights. You just could, passing off the controller and just And, and you don't have to have the story behind it. Like, literally, if you've been playing the game for, you know, several hours and you want to have a date night with somebody, you have them come over and you can just pick it up and say, okay, here's the gist right. of the controllers. Let's go, you know? It, you don't have to have the background story. You don't have to have, you know, any previous knowledge of the old games or anything. You just play it and veg out and have fun and, you know, let let the day's problems be behind you, you know? Just play a game. Yeah. And this game is perfect for that. It's very... Very few times do you feel frustrated. Very few times do you have an annoyance. Unless you're doing something very specific that you're having problems with. There was a level where there was like kangaroos um, that you had to... Oh, yeah, those are annoying. 
if you're trying to 100% the game, it's completely different. Yeah, if you're just oh, yeah. playing. I agree. If you're, like, just collecting all the gems yeah, or just, just, just enjoying it the to game. Play. If you're not like hardcore into it, even though even then, yeah. but yeah, if you're not hardcore into it, this is a great game just to chillax, play, yep. and yeah. Plus, they have like several save files, yeah. so like you don't you can play just, whatever one just you want. on your on your account alone. You could play several different times and have different you know different yeah. levels of completedness on each file. So it's like you know, and that's that each file is all three games. So it's like, you know, you can have three different people, plus right. you can have different accounts in the systems themselves. I don't know. You haven't played the third one? I didn't haven't. play the third one before uh, this came out, and I wish I would have, because yeah. the third one has been great so far. I haven't finished it. We've only gotten, like, part of the way through, but it's been I've great. I've never played through. the third one. I thought I beat the second one before when I was a kid. Nope. Yeah, nope. I don't think I did I played... either, because I don't remember fighting Ripto the way I fought yeah, Ripto. I didn't either. It seems like I maybe fought, like, Gulp and killed Gulp and thought, well, I beat That's the game. <laughs> and then that was it. I washed my hands of it and was done. So I, when I played it again, I'm like, I don't remember any of this. So it blew my mind. But, yeah, it's a great game, you guys. Great game. Go play it. If you've got it, I hope you're having fun. Like, yeah. we're having fun. <laughs> Um, so I give it a 46 out of 50. 48 out of 50. So that's a f- 94 out of 100. That's an A. Uh, First day of the year. Really? <laughs> yep. It deserved it. It really did. It really, really did. Let's quickly talk about our thrift shop game. <laughs> it is <laughs> Play with the Teletubbies. The Teletubbies. Loved this game. Played it on the PlayStation. It was scratched to oblivion, <laughs> but it still played. It was all right. <laughs> I mean, if you've got little kids, bad. if you've got really <laughs> little mean, well. kids that are interested in the Teletubbies, this is a great game to just pick up and play because there was no like input that was incorrect. Like You could just give them the controller that can push buttons, and the buttons do stuff. I'll tell you and what. And it doesn't matter. My kid loves Teletubbies. The Teletubbies are constantly playing. It's background music. Yeah. It's it's whatever. And he's learning words off of it. And we play it when he... Like, if we go shopping or something, he's got something. You think at. he would be able to navigate that? I don't know if they'll be able to navigate it, but I think I can put Just him to a certain part and let him continuously play being, it. Being able to push the buttons is what's fun. Right. And the buttons do stuff. So it's like it's not just like handing them handing a kid a blank controller. It's handing them a game and letting them push the buttons and the buttons do stuff. Right. And if you're that's... controlling and interacting with the Teletubbies, if that's something that your kid really really likes, that's fun. I mean, it looked pretty darn awful. <laughs> it did however, look pretty bad. It was a PlayStation One game. What do you however, expect? However, what's what was important to me, especially if I just no, I don't think I will honestly let him play, but maybe yeah. maybe when he's a little older, but. If you want to set your kid in front of this game to play with Teletubbies or whatever, we were having problems figuring out how to exit a segment that continuously replayed, which is great if you don't want your kid, like, when he uses my phone. If he uses my phone, he's going to touch all the buttons he's gonna he can. He's going to find that one combination of buttons that's going to, like, exit out of right. the game or and exit out. And that makes him mad. Yeah, so I sure. have to find a way to lock my phone and all So this stuff. is a great this way. This is a great way. I have to worry about that. You don't have to worry about it. It's a great way if you need, like, ten minutes to go freaking do the dishes and laundry. Set your kid in front of This is terrible <laughs> advice for your for your infant child, but well, he's not an infant. Well, but. I mean, you've got, you know, the only problem is the controller. Like, you got to have a durable controller because oh, if yeah. you're giving your toddler a controller, <laughs> they're going to whatever. I mean, the biggest problem right now is probably finding this game. I mean, it's a PlayStation 1 game. It's kind of on the does obscure it, side. Does it have a kid's rating for this? See, here's the thing. You got me. I don't know. I don't know. To me, Teletubbies... C for early... Or EC for early childhood. Well, there you go. So, yeah. I mean, it is. So, the Teletubbies, to me, does not seem like it's geared towards five-year-olds. However, when I've been looking for stuff for my child, who's not even two yet... There are five-year-olds that liked the Teletubbies at, at the time of the review of the product. Yeah, yeah. So, I guess, on the flip side, if your kid does still enjoy Teletubbies, Teletubbies is not a thing right now. Right. However, it is for my child. <laughs> <laughs> but, I, to be honest, I was 
I was I was humored by this. This was it was cute. It was yeah. really cute. <laughs> I, I, I could, had I had low hopes for it. I and... <laughs> could see next time next time Joshua's over, we'll have to yeah, sit him down absolutely. and see if he plays it. <laughs> He'll probably love it and then want to play it all the time. Yeah. <laughs> Instead of watching the Teletubbies. The best part the best part was that in the show they have little kids running around like a live live section right, right. segment. And it had it in this. I know. It was random, too, because we went into that segment and the game, like, froze. And we thought, well, that's it. Because it's so So scratched scratched that we thought that it just stopped. So then once it did finally kick back on, it was like, oh, my gosh. This is, like, a live, like, video. And it it was really, really interesting. Um, if, If this sounds interesting at all, go to our YouTube channel. There's a link in the description. You can find our live or our gameplay footage of it. So, yeah, absolutely go there. Check it out if it sounds at all fun. Um, if you want to know where you can find it, you might be able to check like eBay or something. Um, otherwise, there's other ways of playing some of these older retro style games. So, so look it up. Find, find it if it sounds interesting. Otherwise, just enjoy us playing it. Because <laughs> it really wasn't that bad. It wasn't that bad. Before we wrap this episode up, next episode is on uh, February 15th. And that's going to be Team 7 pl- uh, reviewing smash brothers ultimate on the switch so that's a brand new game that'll be that'll be fun after that we are in the middle of currently playing final fantasy five not four not four five final fantasy five so last last episode uh, with Lori on Pokemon, I <laughs> revealed that we were playing Final Fantasy V, and then I like was, oh man, I'm actually playing Spyro. So we are officially next month, uh, March 1st, we will be talking about Final Fantasy V. We're playing it on all of our like social media, so check that out. If it sounds interesting, you can maybe catch me live playing it otherwise on our youtube channel i've got all the previous gameplays and all the final fantasy stuff i've played spyro the remastered spyro all that's on our youtube channel as well go over there subscribe it really does it really really does help us out so if you could do that for us even if you don't even go to youtube very much or whatever just help us out send us a subscribe that would be great so thank you all so much for watching any final thoughts final fantasy Final Fantasy. (laughs) Good final thought. All right, guys. We will see you guys next time. Bye.